Hey guys, I'm Tyler. I'm JT. I'm Pete. I'm Craig. And we're breaking down another horror movie on Scared Smithless. Enough time for one more story. Okay, Friday the 13th. Oh boy. The OG. Perfect time of the year to watch these movies. Summer camp, teenagers, a loose murderer. Now this was your first time seeing it, wasn't it, John Tell? Yeah, and I don't know how to feel. Whoa. It's kind of hard to understand how much of a classic this became, to be honest with you. There's mm -hmm. a lot of... It's fine. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's enjoyable. It's like a guilty pleasure. For me, definitely. 1980. Yep. Came on the heels of Halloween. Did not come out on Friday the 13th, which was weird because June 13th is when this is supposed to take place. I thought it was Empire Strikes Back was going to come out. Yeah, I guess that is right. I guess I didn't even put that together. And it's true. It did come out that same year. And this was obviously the wrong night at Camp Blood. This was just pretty much, he says, a ripoff of Halloween. I mean, it's right. pretty obvious. It's... It would be Jason character being an unstoppable force and constantly mowing people down. Yeah, pretty much. I had a hard time getting yeah. on board. And then, especially once you've seen it before and you kind of know the twist at the end, it's hard to watch it again and really get a lot out of it. Because mm -hmm. the idea with this big, hulking, crazy person out in the woods killing people, I mean, that kind of creates a intense feeling watching the movie and then like i said in this one when that doesn't turn out to be the case it loses a little bit of luster when you try to watch it again but at the time people didn't know what it was they didn't know who jason was yet right so right but once you did find out who jason was do you still send your kids to summer camp after that no <laughs> just any summer camp or this one I would say any summer camp. I Why even take a chance? Yeah. Although I don't want to play pay for college like that bad. They're not getting a scholarship. I'm sending them off to summer camp. <laughs> and then what? You realize if you send them off to summer camp at the end of the summer, they come back. Not if they get murdered. Yeah, I was going to say. Murdered. Yeah, right. yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm not a parent. I need to throw that one out there. You can question me on all my, my Thank thoughts. Thank God. <laughs> so, I can't babysit for you. So one of the best parts of this movie is Tom Savini. Oh, all the makeup effects. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. Low budget, but you would not know it for... Well, incredibly low budget, and that probably explains why a lot of the kills... The ones you can tell that Tom Savini had a huge hand in are actually really good, even for a super low budget movie. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, 550000 by the way. Wow. wow. Which was worth more back then than it is today, but that yeah. was still super low budget. Yeah, this, yeah, this was like no more than like a million or two nowadays. So, yeah, not wow. very much. Still a lot of money to me, though. Oh, yeah. And yeah. this is the Paramount production. Oh, yeah. So they weren't going to lose anything if this one was successful. And you got to at least give it credit because it obviously did spawn, what, 10 more movies? And video games. 12. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, 11. You're right. Almost. Pop, maybe too many movies. But, well, yes. But, yeah, definitely, yeah, including a remake. Yep. So just to set the stage a little bit here with our movie, it's all set around camp. Camp at, Crystal Lake. At camp Crystal Lake out in the woods. Yeah. As most yeah. camps are, I think. Yeah. yeah, filmed on an actual campsite. Well, that's going to save you some money oh, in yeah. production. Yeah. This was in, in and around Blairstown, New Jersey. Blairstown, I love that place. You've oh. never been there. 
So the story goes that we're told a boy who had disability. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think he, was, he was he was deformed. He was yeah. okay. He was. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If he, he was deformed. Had... I don't know if it ever gets into any kind of it's hydrocephalus. Yes, hydrocephalus. You're right. Scared of water. Even the water. No. no, it says it's named for the extra fluid that puts pressure on the brain and can cause brain damage. It's not like the same like elephant man is. No, that was, that was, that was something else. Never, never, what, never. The street term would be a waterhead, a water baby. Oh, okay. right. Th that, that's horrible, but again, I don't have kids, okay. so. That you know of. <laughs> no, I, I don't I'm have kids. I'm not getting into that. <laughs> so a boy drowned. 1957. Yeah, because the old scene is 58. Right, and, under know. the watch of, should have been under the watch of camp counselors, but they were busy making whoopee. Yeah. Oh. And so that sort of sets the stage whoopee. for the entire movie, which ends up being the entire franchise. And there's so many twists and turns and logistical and... Non-logistical. Right, <laughs> issues that we'll get into. Movie's in, got a movie. As we go through this series, but... You just kind of give up on trying to make any sense of it after a while. Oh, yeah, definitely. 100% stops making sense. After maybe like a third one or so. Yeah. So we open a year after this tragedy apparently happened. 1958. And we open on a cabin in the woods. We get a POV shot through the woods. I think it starts off in the cabin where like some of the kids are at already. Yeah. But it's a POV shot. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a POV yeah. shot, but it's, a, yeah. it's inside it one of the kids' cabins for right. some odd reason. I think POV shot is usually the idea that you're following the killer. Supposed to be creepy. Yeah. You, you, know, wor you know, worked for uh, Halloween. Right. Right. Oh, I wonder where they got this yeah. idea. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they did the same thing in Black Christmas. What is e Yes. Uh, yeah. I actually never saw it, but yeah, they, they did I've, do that. Yeah. I've never seen We'll that cover that one for yeah. sure. Okay. What is that? Yeah, stay tuned. So we get a POV shot roaming around this camp in a cabin where there's kids sleeping. We go to the I'm, I'm, the main cabin, I guess, where the counselors are gathered around a fire singing. Michael, row your boat ashore. Hallelujah. Apparently turned on two counselors there. Yeah. I, who does this, by the way? I, is, was this just an 80s thing where adults were like, you know what? I'm really well, well, Technically, it's the 50s. Right. That's true. <laughs> true. That's true. It was, but, it was a little bit different then. I mean, I guess like freestyling would be something that we do today. Yeah, I guess. Or someone breaking out a guitar and just really just getting down on it with no words would have been better than. Yeah, like, I don't know that. <laughs> see, like. They could beatbox, but it just doesn't have the same... Yeah, I just don't know that sitting around and like, hey, let's all sing together. I think they would do that just so they had a reason to uh, hold hands. Uh, yeah, but they weren't holding hands. Some of them were, you but know. But we definitely like... have two of the characters making eyes at each other. Mm -hmm. Boy. Which, again, nothing still a little bit odd. sets the mood for teenagers like yeah. bringing in the sheaves or whatever yeah. they're singing. Mm -hmm. It's a gospel yeah. song. Right. Never, like, I wanted to get some of that after hearing a song of that sort. After the encore. Right. <laughs> uh, Barry and Claudette are these two characters. Their names are never mentioned, but I found this online. Their names are Barry and Claudette. So, so uh, there you go. So, Claudette hands off the guitar, and Barry and her take off to short make whoopee. Yep. So they go up, they walk together upstairs to the attic. Or something, I don't remember. Yeah, it doesn't even, it's is it like a, a... like a little hayloft or something? That's what it, it looks like. Or storage. Like, but storage either way, they go up, yeah, up in this loft. Right. Yeah. Someplace private. 
So we then get the POV shot following them up the stairs. They haven't been up there too long, I don't think, because they're no. just laying next to each other on the floor. Yeah, and one pair of legs were very, very hairy than the other hairy oh, legs. Oh, yeah. Well, they're fully closed still. Well, so, they're getting ready to not be. I'm assuming. It hasn't progressed too far yet. But we stay in the POV, and as Barry and Claudette jump up quickly, and they, I guess, seem to recognize whoever this is. Oh, hi! We weren't uh, doing nothing. Yeah, we weren't doing anything yeah. as you're refastening your belt. Yeah. yeah. Right. So why are you up here up doing nothing? Yeah. This person's obviously someone of authority because they... They were inspecting the gaps in the uh, floorboards. Yeah. That's and what they're doing. pants came unbuckled. Well, it, sure. it snagged on a nail. Sure. Right but obviously this should be the first hint to anybody that is familiar with Friday the 13th but maybe hasn't seen this movie. If it was a hockey mask killer, they probably wouldn't have this reaction to seeing right. it. And that's right. the thing with POV yeah. shot, right? You see what they see, but you can't see them. Yeah. Right. And as you said, it seemed like someone, a person of authority, but... Because they definitely seem to be trying to right, explain right. themselves. Oh, 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 yeah. But they weren't terrified, like you said. Right. right. Like so, Dick Van Dyke. It could have been like Dick Van Dyke. We, we don't... Why we, would it have been Dick Van Dyke? Yeah, why would I, that even be... I think he was big at this time. Was he yeah, there? Everybody knew who in he was. In the 50s? Yeah, wasn't he? When was his show? Was that the 60s? It was definitely in the 60s. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Forgive me. Maybe he was around in... Well, him and the show business in the 50s. Him and Jerry Van Dyke were doing stand-up. I don't want Dick Van Dyke seeing me doing things my mom shouldn't be seeing me do. So, yeah. So, our possibly Dick Van Dyke point of view shot. Yeah, the P-DVD shot. Right. right. Stabs Barry off screen. We see Barry fall backwards with blood on his shirt. Yeah. And he's yeah. been Yeah, he's been stabbed yeah. apparently. Um, not a lot of effects here. We don't see any kind of stabbing. We just see him fall down with an apparent knife wound on his stomach. And I see this bugs me. I hate when someone gets stabbed in the stomach and they fall down dead immediately. You would right. not die quickly from yeah. being stabbed in no. the gut. It would actually be one of the worst ways right. to go. Because it would be very oh, yeah, painful and you would bleed out for probably like half an hour. Oh, yeah, you'd be yeah. uh, Tim Roth on a Reservoir Dogs. Actually, it takes oh, about yeah. four to eight hours to actually die from a stomach wound. And it is writhing pain. I right. imagine yeah. it also depends on where you get stabbed at, too. Gosh. I'm guessing if you get stabbed in the liver, it'd be worse. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Any any organ. Yeah. Major organ. Yeah. Or imagine if you get stabbed in the stomach and, like, stomach acid leaked into your body. Yeah. That would suck. Your, the, your body just eats Like itself. a Nego Montoya on Princess Bride. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. He gets stabbed in the stomach, and he still is able to kill the six-fingered man. It's, oh, but I bet you he no. was in... An Avenger's father. And then jump Pain. 50 feet down onto a horse. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. No, Andre the Giant caught him. Yeah, that's right. I, I, yeah, great movie. We're but gonna cover that. I'm going to go on record as just saying I'm pretty sure he died because he got stabbed in the stomach. That's a hard one to come back from, depending on where and how you get stabbed. Although. But again, movie's got a movie. Right. Yeah. So Barry's dead immediately from a gut wound. Unless they just saved us from having to watch it, and he actually was alive for like over an hour, and that was him finally falling down dead. Or they tell you that if you are attacked by somebody. Play dead. To play dead. Yeah. So maybe he just played dead. Maybe and, he did. Maybe he's like, I'm going to check out here for right. a little bit. Yep. I don't think that's what happened. And based though. on the lack of fight that Claudette puts up. Oh, she barely she barely does anything. Right. Well, well she is this dead. very well could have been an hour long, slow and painful death for Barry. Yep. Oh yeah. They just saved us, you know, they had a runtime to consider in this movie. Uh, I mean, even if you get stabbed in the heart, it takes a little bit. Well, much less time than Well, right. sure. 
Yeah, heart's pretty important. Well, no, 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 it, it is, but I'm saying I hate like people. Not get, if your heart's pure. People get stabbed in movies, and it's like like a headshot with a sniper rifle. Right. They're immediately dead. Right. That bothers me. That's not realistic. Of course, if we're gonna open up that can of worms in this franchise, let's not. Yeah. Let's put the can opener away for now. Yeah. So both of these people are dead. Yeah, Claudette. We get a just a, a slow push in of her in slow motion. Right. Ah. Right. We never even see how she's killed. We don't even know. I'm assuming she was stabbed. I think I saw like a picture. She gets like her throat slit. Oh, it wasn't in the original, but I think that's what happened. So let's go with the throat slit. Yeah. Yeah. That seems to be a M.O. So this was before they, I think it was really widely known how to record good looking slow motion because it was really choppy on her. Oh, yeah. So like you want to record it at a higher frame rate so that when you slow it down, it still looks smooth. Right, and clear. Or, again, as with most of the things that we'll talk about in this movie, it was probably due to a budgetary issue. Right. So, our first two kills of the movie. And then we leave 1958. And roll credits. Right, we get the opening credits from here. Who is the director? That would be John S. Cunningham. Uh, Don't know anything else that he's done that I've ever heard of. You had your chance, Sean. You blew it! Yeah. I'm just kidding. It actually wasn't a terrible attempt by a fairly inexperienced director. Not without its flaws, but not terrible. Probably the other reason why that slow motion looked pretty crappy, too. Could Maybe. Could oh, because he's a rookie? Inexperienced. He's a rookie director? Oh, no, he wasn't a rookie director. Oh. He just sucked. Yeah, that's not what you <laughs> I was trying to really get. I was trying to get One of the best or anything. So we now get to, well, modern day for this movie. So 1980. Mm-hmm. And it's Friday the 13th. Yep. Yes. Right. Yep. So just to Roll credits. reset the stage on this period of time, they are reopening Camp Crystal Lake. Mm-hmm. So we had um, the murder of the boy who drowned, and then obviously we're led to believe these were the only two that died in 1958. Uh, I should say we're not given any information that anyone else was killed during that, but obviously that would have been considered a tragedy and would have certainly shut everything down, I would think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so here we are a year later in the reopening. No, I'll be 20 oh, you're right. 22 years you're right. later. Yeah, it is 20. Yeah. A little yeah. over, a little over 20 years later, they're reopening the camp, which to be fair, I mean, that kind of would make sense. I would think if yeah. you've got a, oh, yeah. a possible lucrative business out and nah. I mean, that would be a major source of income for this area. If for you're, sure. you know, it's been 20 years. I could definitely see that happening. Oh, after oh, yeah. 20 years. It's been 22 years since yeah. okay. what we saw with Barry and Claudette. Apparently 23 years since the boy drowned out there. All right. I, I'd be willing to invest in this venture. Right. You know, but if it's like anything under five years, yeah, I'm staying away. you got to give that place time to return to normalcy, if you will. Yeah. The spirits to move on. So what basically what we have is the camp's going to be reopening after 20-some years. And so we now have what will be the camp counselors starting to show up to the camp. All of this we kind of find out as this goes on, but that way I don't have to keep explaining it. That's what's basically going on here. So we open in town on one of the would-be camp counselors. I think she said she was a cook. Yeah, camp yeah. cook. Yeah. Annie Sullivan. Yep. Who Robbie Morgan. I would she... She only did all her parts in one day. Oh, that's not surprising. Yeah. Right. She's not in very much of this movie. Yeah. She's 
I guess supposed to be what do you have to be to be a camp counselor? Eighteen at least, I would think. Yeah, she actually wasn't very. I think she was about eighteen when she was in this. Well, hospital. she looks about fourteen. Yeah, <laughs> and she's wearing a hiker's pack that's bigger than she is. Yeah, so, yeah, it looks like a proton pack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> that thing is like just so much bigger than she is. Yeah. I don't know how she's able to carry that thing around. Don't she's... cross the streams, Annie. There you yeah. go. So she's arriving in town, and. We're led to believe that she's hitchhiked because that's all she does once she gets here. She asks a dog for directions. She did ask it all for directions. All right. Like, why even put this in there? This is wasted time. This is filler time. It definitely yeah, is filler. It's it's like, friendly and fun she is. Yeah, it's friendly and fun enough to get killed. You're hitchhiking. Yeah, why? You don't need to worry. You don't need yeah, to. Let's talk to the animals. You're already at odds right now. It's making you want to care about these characters mm -hmm. and then they die. And it's like, wow, this is like... Anyone can die in this. Don't tell. If you don't care about the characters, then you don't care when they die. I, 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 I didn't care when they died. I mean, I was actually, I was rooting for Jason or whomever was killing for most of the movie. So in people like John Tell's case, character development is a waste of time. Because you're going to die at some point. I just want to see how you're going to die. And to be fair, I think a lot of people are more of that mindset. Yeah. Like they know what they're going to see. Like, come on, let's get to the kills. Let's get oh, to yeah. it. Like me, I honestly didn't care. But I think most... One thing that I did notice with this particular old character, her dream was to be a cook. Yeah, she does say that. That counts at a, at a camp. So. Some high standards there. You got to dream big. You got to aim for the fences. Set your bar low and you won't be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Whose dream is to be a camp cook? Right. Maybe her dream was to be a chef. Or maybe it, it's to work with yeah. the kids. is how she gets a start. Oh, but she specifically said camp cook. My other thing is, you're 18 years old. You're fresh 18, we're hoping, I'm guessing. So you, you still have a lot of, like, opportunity going forward, you know, in life. And you that's where you this where is, you parked it. Yeah. You gotta start somewhere. Potentially, this is the summer between high school and college. Yeah. I've worked at a cafeteria before at a camp. It's fun, but it's just, it was one of those things... That I didn't want to do for the rest of my life either. <laughs> but understand that maybe Annie just hasn't learned that yet. Yeah. I'd rather eat chalk. I mean, I definitely won looking forward to doing this job, but it was just I didn't have a problem doing it either. But it was just something I didn't want to do for the rest of my life either. So Annie's in town apparently trying to find Camp Crystal Lake. So I guess her family let her leave and well, I know it's uh, in and around this town, but I'll figure it out when I get there. I'll be hitchhiking, by the way. Yeah. There's not a, there's like not a super solid plan laid out for these yeah, characters. Bus or somehow no. she had a car. Maybe or... she took a bus. She definitely didn't have a car. Yeah. People were just way too trusting back at that time, in my opinion. Yeah. You can and, never do that today. No. And why was she the only one that didn't have a plan to get out to the camp? This is the same girl that wants to be a cook for her career. I understand that, but I'm saying that everyone else had rides except for her. Her thought process was just... just She's not thinking ahead at all. I guess not. <laughs> Hot pan and wooden spoon. Teenagers. Yeah. Kids don't have any government these days. So So she stops in a some kind of store, restaurant store? I guess. A diner. Yeah. A diner. Diner-ish. She asks if they can give her directions to Camp Crystal Lake, and everybody stops and turns and looks at her, which uh, that should be a red flag. Yeah. Record scratch. Right. Yeah. We get our first exposition... Um, about it being a camp where people are dying. Is this where we're introduced to Enos? Yep. Enos. Yes. Enos. What an unfortunate name. I'm right. sorry. Yeah. Rex Everhart. Didn't I tell you guys 
What else this guy did? What? About 10 years later, he did the voice of Bell's dad, a.k.a. Maurice on Beauty and the Beast. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Okay. i never seen him on anything else. I, I looked just, it up, and he just did small parts like this. Hey, whatever pays the bills. <laughs> How long did that pay the bills, though? Apparently How many times did life? you see Beauty and the Beast? Every time someone buys it, every time someone watches it, he gets some kind of residual. I personally only saw... I, John I, Tell doesn't care to mention how many times he's seen Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> I'm like, I don't feel I should say that number over air. I am not comfortable <laughs> with people knowing that number. I've seen it a few times. I've seen it more than a few. If, if it's too much, I'm a creep. If it's too little, then I'm insensitive. You see you see the boat that I'm in, if yeah. I answer that question? That is a pickle. Yeah. <laughs> this was an Oscar-nominated movie. No, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's a good movie. We're, We're talking about Beauty and the Beast, not Friday yes. the 13th. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I always said that. Oh, no. No. no, it wasn't. No. The Oscar gave this one a, a courteous wave as they were... Uh, deciding on their nominees that year. The fact that you I got don't a, even think they got this. That. <laughs> this was uh, nominated for worst picture in the first Razzie nomination. Right, oh, first boy. Razzie That's the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. the golden raspberry. <laughs> so, so Enos is a truck driver, and Enos is going to give Annie a ride out to the camp, which ends up not even getting her close to the camp. And on the way out there, we meet one of the most memorable characters in this franchise, Crazy Ralph. Yeah. He, so this guy was like a what, he's a village idiot. Icelandic, the actor that plays him, Walt Gurney. Gurney. Yeah, yeah. Gurney. So I don't know if it's his accent or, boy, he's a he's a weirdo. He's a, apparently his method acting. I don't know. He's liquored up. Yeah, for sure. He's definitely definitely pulls off the crazy part of his name. Right. So he you're all doomed. Right. That's all he says. He's constantly heading up to Camp Blood. Are you? <laughs> You're all going to die. At this point. Thanks I, for the pep talk, Ralph. Okay. He is from Vienna, Austria. I wasn't. I said Iceland. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> so, yeah, so, something weird. He really doesn't show, like, as far as I look at them, I hold uh, an Austrian high esteem. He didn't really. He didn't represent very well. No, he did not. I was like, oh, he's educated. I hear Vienna, I'm thinking, oh, okay, you can sit at my table. I'm guessing has made far more money for these movies than... He should. Yeah. But no. he's the, the town crazy. Yeah. Crazy Ralph is what they call him. Enos basically brushed him aside. Shut up, Ralph. <laughs> right. Enos did much better because he's helping Annie up into his truck and definitely has a fistful of backside. Yeah, definitely roping. Yeah. Whole hand. I think he had two. Like, what are the, uh, you know, when you look at someone's palm, you see the lifeline. Mm -hmm. uh, what are the other lines? I have no idea. Lifeline. Because it's fake. Right. But all those lines were covered. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, he yeah. Uh, there was no reading that could have been given. He had that much button. All the hand. cracks were filled. Yes. No pun intended. Or pun intended, whichever one's funnier. Annie's pretty trusting, though. She's just like, ha thanks. She's also <laughs> wanting to be a cook. Right. So, so Ralph's giving Annie a ride. You kind of wondered where this was going to go. If, you kind of wonder if Enos, Enos is going to end up, oh, you know, oh. being nefarious here. But he, he isn't. Right. There's a lot of... Uh, He's just angry that... He gives us some more exposition here. He says... Like there's like, you know, the two counselors that died and... I don't know why you guys are going out there again. This I think you said something about a fire or something. Fire and the water's bad. and Put on an old Indian barrel ground. See, right there. Says that. <laughs> See, May as well. He has it together. The fact that he's even throwing all that as, as uh, what's her name? The Annie. girl, Annie, as he's why. Once he's saying all of that, 
Those should be red flags. Right. So if she... She's going there knowing all this now. Having this knowledge, she doesn't like, hey, can you take me back to the diner? She's like, oh, I'm keep going. I'm like, no, no. But it's her... Her dream. Oh. So now it's on her, you're what? saying. Yes, but it's not like she's about to go make it in Hollywood. Keep that in mind. Hey, those Hollywood folk need to eat too, Jontel. Yeah, she's cooking for kids that aren't even going to be at this camp. That's where you start. I guess. Where's she supposed to start? At the top, like most people that make oh, it yeah. big. Yeah. She's not one of them. That doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. <laughs> not even a little bit. Whatever. So we're then introduced to three more counselors. We have Jack and Marcy and Ned. Jack and Marcy are a couple. Ned is not part of the couple, even though he tries to be. Oh, Ned. Jack? I hate oh. Ned. <laughs> He's the resident Idiot. prankster of this Gosh. movie. Just... No, just awful. Right. It, but Jack is uh, oh, yeah. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. This was like mm. maybe his fourth film he was in. The one recognizable actor. The the only actor whose career wasn't ruined by yeah. this movie. <laughs> Besides Good for him. Good for Enos, him. apparently. Yeah. yeah. So they're driving to the camp. Annie gets dropped off by Ralph. Enos. Sorry, I keep calling him Ralph. Annie gets dropped off by Enos. It'd be a much different movie. Yeah. And he gets dropped off by Enos. Uh, why he's... Maybe he was going a different direction and yeah. this was all the farther right. he could take her. So she ha she's just happy-go-lucky. We dropped her off right next to a cemetery. Right. She doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. He seriously drove her like two miles. Oh, maybe. yeah. Right. So then, yeah, she gets a... Yeah, that's just another 26 miles that way. Right. Right. Hopefully there's someone else. Is that what he says? No, I just oh, right. It was saying she yeah. still had a long way. She's still not close. I thought it was like ten I'm miles. Thinking, I'm thinking it's ten miles because yeah, later they miles. say it's ten miles to the the nearest crossing or road. Oh yeah. right. Either yeah. way, she may as well have just been walking. Yeah. So then uh, she ends up thumbing down a jeep that's going by on the road, and then we don't see who's driving the jeep. But as Annie gets into the passenger side, we get the POV shot from the driver's seat. Looking yeah, so, at yeah, Annie. it's a camera picking her up. Oh yeah. Right. But obviously, autonomous mm -hmm. vehicles. That should tell us that this was the POV shot. This would be the same person from earlier in the film. Dick Van Dyke. What are you doing? It's not Dick Van no. Dyke. No, Spoiler not alert. Bit. It's not Dick. Van okay, Dyke. until it's established that it's not. Now, Tyler, you just ruined the movie there. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna believe that it is. You believe whatever you want to, John Tell. I'm gonna malign Dick Van Dyke. I think okay. it was Mary Tyler. You know what though? He would make a creepy like serial killer. Oh, he would too. Like for sure. You want to think that? Dancing around yeah. with that yeah. smile yep. and <laughs> knifing yep. people. Mm -hmm. And he has his own appliance world, so he'd have access to all sorts of tools and. What are you talking about? Dick Van Dyke. He has an appliance world. No, he doesn't. No. Yes, he does. Not, I... not even kind of. Yes, he does. I've seen it. It's in Champaign, Illinois. That? There's a Dick Van Dyke appliance world. I'm pretty sure it's not connected. Yeah, it is. He's from Danville, Illinois. Okay. That's not Champagne. Right. But he set up a store in Champaign, Illinois, not too far from Danville, because there's a bigger population, that people go there and shop. It's like a Tweety's. I could do it best. It's, it's, it's his. Can you explain yourself without getting angry about it? Oh, well, Would that I'm, be... I'm just not a... You're getting awful defensive there. Oh, because I, I, I want the listeners to know when you go there that this guy owns this appliance store. Listeners, there is allegedly a Dick Van Dyke-owned store in Champaign. There you go. You feel better? Yes, thank okay. you. You're welcome. So, he's not the killer. 
He's not in this movie. Oh. He is in no way associated with this movie. I'm pretty sure the entire budget of this movie would have been more than his budget. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> He's not getting out of bed for less than a mil. Yeah. <laughs> what he would do in a day would cost more than this whole entire budget of this film. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He's not frolicking out of bed and dancing into our hearts for less than a cool million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I lost where we were at. We were talking about Dick Van Dyke as a serial killer. <laughs> No, yeah. help we yeah. were, uh, uh, Alice, uh no, Annie, 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 Annie Annie's hiking 10 miles from the road. Gets yeah. in a Jeep. And gets in the Jeep. Right. Like we said, Annie is way too trusting. Naive. Oh, yeah. She's just happy to be alive. Yeah. That's, That's not going to last long. No. Right. So she, uh, pretty quickly realizes that this person is not taking her to Camp Crystal Lake. I think they go past a sign for mm, it, and she's yeah. like, I think right. we should have turned back there, and the person just keeps speeding up. Mm, they don't say anything. Staring, staring at her and not paying attention to the road right because if it's a pov shot it's yeah. continually on annie while they're the, driving see again i don't even put this death which will eventually occur very soon i don't put this on the murderer she created the opportunity by just being too happy-go-lucky i think the court of law would see it differently but yeah. i see what yeah, you're saying i'm pretty sure hitchhiking i know what you mean she's asking for it right it's hitchhiking. like did no one tell her i guess it's a different time if you're hiking through the woods and you fall into a, of course, a pit with spikes in it that is not labeled anywhere, is that her fault or is that the person that dug the pits? I think to be aware is to be alive. You should always be looking and be vigilant at your whole surroundings, even the people that you're around. Because if you're hitchhiking, always assume that this person that's giving you a free ride, they have something up their sleeve. They want something out of you. If it's not money or drugs. They're probably going to kill you. It's their blood on, on their hands. That's what they want. They want your blood on their hands. Yeah, she should have just hoofed it the rest of the way. I don't know. She'd still be alive. We wouldn't be having this conversation. So I can get, yeah, I can get on board with the argument of stop trusting everybody that pulls over to give you a ride. Is hitchhiking even a thing anymore? I think Do people still hitchhike? It's, 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 I'm sure. It's illegal. Not, not the way she it's, does it, but. You can't do it on the interstate. I know that's super illegal. <laughs> oh, really? So. Why'd you try that before? 74. <laughs> I've hitchhiked before. So Annie bails out of the car, which the car's going probably 40 or 50 miles an hour, and she... Oh, she lands head first in the yeah. ditch she falls in. Just gingerly lands on her yeah. head. I think right she, next to a rock. I think in real life she actually did that herself. Robbie, Roby Morgan, whatever her name is. She actually almost hit her head on a rock. Are you kidding me? We don't have yeah. money for stunt doubles. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way she would have been, like, already dead landing on her head. She'd just be like paralyzed from the neck down or anything right. but i do want to add this it says that I'm, we're not going to let anyone know what state we're in but in the state that we four live in mm -hmm. it is illegal one cannot solicit rides from the roadway unless there is an emergency what about new jersey what qualifies an emergency i'm guessing like not getting to a camp to be a cook would my case <laughs> qualify as an emergency where i ran out of gas yeah i needed so. a ride right but, but not like because I was in the hey, middle I'm trying to get was, to my job. I was, a camp I was ten miles, I ten miles either didn't way. Make a plan between gas stations. Yeah, but I feel like there's again that goes back to the person themselves, you know. And this like someone getting hit, you know, and breaking the ankle or their leg, and you see them. Well, and I think this is for good Samaritans out there too. I think that law would be in place because there's a lot of people that would use that as an opportunity to rob. Someone. That's yeah. true. It says, yeah. as a hitchhiker and you're trying to be nice and you end up. It says, uh, nowadays hitchhiking is perceived as 
dangerous and few drivers are willing to pick up someone. Police departments discourage it and many states explicitly ban it. So, yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the camp yet. I just realized. Gosh. All right. So, Annie, get, there's a short chase through the woods. And Annie ends up getting her throat slit against a tree. Very cool effect. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that played well. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. The person wielding the knife in this scene was the makeup coordinator, Tom Savini. So that's pretty cool. Oh. So his, I like those little cameos. Yeah, like I do oh, too. Yeah, first those, yeah, those, yeah, those are fun, yeah. So, Annie's dead. R.I.P. I'm kind of with John Tell, though. This is kind of on her. Yeah. Annie, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Yeah, no, she's not. No, that's one. Yeah. You know what though? She's she's, she's lucky she wasn't. She got it. She's got it better than most. Yeah, she. <laughs> that sounds so horrible. Very <laughs> well, could have ended up taped to a chair at the head of the Sawyer family dinner table. Yeah. Dinner. She's just kind of asking for it. Yeah. This was probably better than that. Honestly, yeah, I'd say so. She had no idea this was going to happen. Obviously, like she was completely oblivious the entire time up to her death. You could right. say that she would have been oblivious falling into a pit of spikes, too. Yeah, but just got to be but aware. falling into a pit of spikes, you get to a point where you fall into a pit of spikes by walking. You get into the situation she was in by just hitching rides with random people that she doesn't know. Okay, touche. Which I think John Tell's argument is that that's not a good idea. It's just dangerous. So we arrive out at the camp finally. We've got Jack and Marcy and... Ned, arriving cool. at the camp. We're introduced to Steve Christie, who's the owner yeah. of the camp. Yeah, I was going to say he panned for this whole thing. And, yeah, well, yeah, I'd say the owner. Yeah, man. so he's the, the boss. It said that he sank $25,000 into it. How much money? Just, like, just over $80,000 in today's money. Hmm. He good, is good, chopping good up a log when yeah. we're introduced to him. All oiled up and... Oh, yeah. Is he a creep? Molestashy. I think so. Wait, wait, say that again, Craig. Molestashy? Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I've never heard that before. Yeah, That's awesome. he definitely has a creepy mustache. I love that. And glasses. Molestashy. And he's cutting up a... Stump. Stump. With an axe. That's an all-day job. That, that sucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just an axe like that, yeah, you'll be out there all day. Right, so we're introduced to a couple other characters after they start arriving at camp. We have Alice, who kind of has a romantic connection with Steve... Who's a lot older than her? He's like, oh, yeah, he, yeah he, he's he's at least forty. He is easily <laughs> right. fifteen years older than her. Yeah, oh yeah, so um, senior. Is that how that would work? And she's maybe yeah, maybe. Bill, who we're introduced to down by the lake, wearing a no shirt and suspenders. That's just asking for chafing. Yeah, that sounds like a mistake. Uh, yeah, why was that even a like? This is what I'm gonna work in today. Eighties, man. It was a style. Oh gosh, they were men back Early then. Eighties. The eighties oh, brewed you men. Call it that. I can't. <laughs> For men. Never has that sentence ever been spoken. <laughs> I often do, and am currently wearing suspenders, and I know that that would cause some serious chafing. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, but you're wearing a shirt, right? So that's like band-aid over your nipples kind of day. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Alice is kind of romantically involved with Bill as well. Kind of. She kind of I, seems to go I, back I, and I think she doesn't have a thing for Steve anymore or something. Yeah. Steve was 
still kind of trying just, to rekindle the flame, I guess. Yeah. So we're supposed to assume that was a past fling? That makes it even worse, I think. Yeah. yeah. He is. Now that she's of age, he's no longer interested. Yeah. Right. Man. <laughs> that is so twisted. She's up hammering on a gutter, and he is staring directly at her butt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is locked eyes with those butt cheeks. I thought he was blind that entire time. I didn't know what he was looking at. Yes, you did. Brenda is the other, uh, another camp counselor. We're introduced to her on the archery range, setting up a target, and oh. she gets freaking Ned like a foot away from this target, oh, and an oh. arrow goes whizzing past her face into the target. Which, by the way, that was Tom Savini that shot that. Was it really? Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. And it's. Uh, Ned, so awesome. who doesn't even know her and just decides to shoot a bow and arrow a foot and a half away, away from her. Yeah. Want to see my trick shot? I would yeah. be. We haven't even gone into it, but uh, the wall yeah. is getting That's ready to hit. Su That's not seriously. funny. Yeah, seriously, who does that? That not would funny. be enough to get him fired on the spot. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. At he, least he, written he up. Dead. He dead. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I was here with that arrow. It scared you. Yeah, that would scare anyone, you idiot. <laughs> We get a scene uh, where they're setting up the dock down mm -hmm. by the lake. Mm -hmm. and Ned, more, more Ned antics. Right. Ned is drowning, so they all go in. Baywatch mode. We see a POV shot here, too, don't we? Yeah. We've got a POV shot out in the woods. We get a few of these where mm -hmm. there's someone lurking and watching them from a yeah. distance. So they're setting up the dock in the lake, and Ned starts yelling for help out in the middle of the lake. Again... Like he's got a cramp or something. Or well, whatever. and they go to help him, and they... I think he sinks under. Yeah, he goes under. They end up pulling him out onto the dock, um, administering CPR mouth-to-mouth, -mouth, and as Brenda's giving him mouth-to-mouth, -mouth, Ned wraps his arms around her and kisses her. I think that's any what? girl or woman has the right to knock the guy clean the heck out. Well, yeah. It was a good thing it wasn't Kevin Bacon that was given to mouth to mouth. Yeah, there's a. Yeah, you're uh, you're rolling the dice there. You don't know who's going to be administering. Exactly. That's a fifty-fifty shot. Yeah, <laughs> if he saw Kevin Bacon or one of the other guys, it's like, yeah, never mind. I'm I'm good. <laughs> this was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, either way, it's like, come on. Yeah, drowning jokes are not funny. Right, no. exactly. Ever. So as another guy, I would walk up and right. probably punch him in the stomach. <laughs> I probably would actually drown him. And then we we move from there to. Steve's gone into town. Oh, yeah. Steve yeah. goes into town. I don't know. He, he goes in town supplies. for most of the yeah. rest of the movie. Yeah, because yeah. I remember he has a trailer with him. Right. He's gone for... He's a big deal. He's seriously... He's gone for like eight hours. Man right. about town. Does right. he have the trailer with him, or does he pick it up later? Because I don't think he has one with him when he, he takes off. Spoiler alert. Yeah. When we see him later, he does have a trailer. Yeah, he does have a trailer later. Yeah, but yeah he's, he's basically getting coffee for the rest of the movie. Yeah. They're setting up at camp. They're in the kitchen in the main cabin. We get a shot in a cabin where um, Alice sees a snake. A snake, and Bill comes in yeah, and right. chops it up with a machete. Yeah, yeah they and, all go in there trying to like hit it with yeah. pillows and stupid right. stuff like yeah. that. You don't think much of it until you realize in protect that was a real snake. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, this was before Peta was around. Funny thing is, wow. actually, Peta didn't form until I think it was two months before this movie came out. Nice. So. Friday the 13th they, grandfathered in. Yeah, so, so they got in under the wire. So, yeah, yeah, I didn't see these stupid things. No animals were harmed doing Yeah, they didn't care back then. <laughs> I like the line where he says, A snake? We're not in the woods. Where are you if you're not in the woods? <laughs> right. You most certainly are in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, Craig, how many snakes did you see at the at the camp oh my God. in your cabin? Oh, like more than I wanted five. to. Yeah. <laughs> so we go to the kitchen in the main cabin. And that's where they talk about Annie being the cook. 
Yeah, not there yet. Yeah, she ain't gonna be there. Huh. Maybe she wouldn't have hitchhiked the entire way there. <laughs> Make this, a little more of a plan. Was this know? before or after the cop shows up? Oh. The police officer who's looking for, for Crazy Ralph. Yeah, we get, uh, th this all just kind of happens. It's all sort Correct. of intermixed. It, the, the, yeah. They're outside. Uh, Ned's dancing around in an Indian headdress. Right. Being culturally ignorant. Ugh, he's the worst. I hate Ned. He's not the worst character I, in this I, franchise. I but. want Ned to die in this. <laughs> yeah, we get Officer Dorf. Officer Dorf. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this guy. Uh, pulls up on his motorcycle. He says he's looking for... You, you kids haven't seen Ralph. <laughs> it's the, it's, of course he's looking for He's the one that makes right. his spaceship comment, right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, God. He yeah. just assumes because they're out at a camp that they must right. be... Yeah. Yeah, they must be smoking. He's like, hey, uh, how, how you doing? What are you doing over there? Uh, did you just get off a spaceship? I was just like, <laughs> what are you talking oh, about? because spaceships are high. Yeah, right. there you go. Good one. Like, wow, you're super clever. You know what, here's my, here's my dime bag. You caught yeah. me, officer. Like your joke, spaceships also rarely land. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Good one. I like that. I would hope spaceships land. Right. Not the ones he was talking about. I think that was his way of making it seem like he was hip, and yet he knew that they possibly, right. you know. We get a scene where uh, they're they're in the kitchen, and Alice opens the pantry door, and Crazy Ralph is in the pantry. Yeah. So I guess I Officer wanna... Dorf was on hot on the trail because Ralph so. is out at camp. And he's just yep. standing there. It's not like he's hiding. He's just yeah. standing there. He's just there. standing there yeah. staring at the door. I don't even want to know what he was doing. Yeah, no, well, I, I, I do want to know what he was doing. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to know at all. So uh, they kick they kick him out. I think we're no one led to believe that all. he might be the killer or he might be in on this. Yeah. He's not. He's just a goofball. And didn't you say he was a town drunk or something? Yeah. And so they kick him out of there. And as we find out in, in the next movie, he's also somewhat perverted. Right. Right. You know what? Ralph was the killer this movie deserved, though. Not the one we needed. Yeah. Just the one we have. Yes. Right. <laughs> right. right. That would have been about par for this movie. <laughs> yes. So, we're getting towards the evening, kind of setting it up for our night of terror. Mm -hmm. um, we have Jack and Marcy. Yeah. They're walking, dancing down by the lake. Yeah, Kevin yeah. Bacon's, you know, preparing for Footloose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's dancing along also the log. Also by Paramount. He's dancing along the log in what I'm sure is mosquito-infested water. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. But we've got Ned watching from a distance, which they didn't go into this much, but Ned apparently... Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, has the hots for Marcy. He yeah, hears he's... a noise coming from a cabin. He sees a figure kind of in the doorway walking into the cabin. Mm -hmm. He yells up, doesn't get a response. So he walks up into the cabin, and we don't see anything right. of him. That's the last there. we see of him for a while. We get a weird story about blood and rain from Marcy, where she talks about a dream that she had a long time ago. That was weird. And then... Oh, um, yeah. It's starting to storm. A storm is brewing and about to start. And that's what brings up the story. But then Jack and Marcy go into the cabin for some whoopee. Yeah. Yep. So now we're off and running. We see Jack and Marcy on the bottom bunk. And we pan up and see on the top bunk Ned's dead body. I, I think, think he's, throat he's, his throat's dead. I was Ned. disappointed in that because I just wanted to see him get it so bad. <laughs> just something embarrassing. <laughs> An embarrassing just, death. Yeah, right. just like oh, like a prank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, like a prank. It's just like yeah. he's like his whole body's cut in half by a giant mouse trap. Right. It would have been. 
It would have been yes. A, a, I've been okay with that. Poetic justice is that what they call that? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. At least where Brenda would have been. Right. So after their session, Marcy gets up to go to the restroom. So Jack's laying in the bed, lights up a joint. Yep. So he's laying on his back on the bed. We have one of the most iconic kills in the franchise. Oh my here. gosh, this is good. Um, a hand comes out from under the bed and pins Jack down by his forehead, and then we see an arrow slowly get stabbed up through the mattress and through the back of his neck, coming out his throat. I've never oh. in my entire life of watching horror movies seen anything like that. I was like, I'm watching, watching, watching. As soon as it goes through his throat, I'm just like. Whoa! Yeah, it's not. Yeah, they, yeah. they actually, That's they actually true. had to blow the uh, fake blood corn syrup, whatever it was. Yeah, manually now. through it. Oh, through yeah, a because there was a yeah. there was a malfunction in the pump or something. And here's something interesting. You know what happens before then? He sees the blood dripping on him. Was that supposed to be foreshadowing of that weird story that uh, what's her? Either that or well, I think it was a reference to her scene later. Yeah, you know, when she's talking about shower oh. in the river of. The water turned to blood or whatever. That, yeah, um, it tries to go. Yeah, philosophical, independent film, and, and uh, just do. Just it doesn't really work. Don't in and, and around this, we're also uh, subject to watching who was Bill, Alice, and Brenda playing strip monopoly. <sighs> that sounds like that would be a wild ride. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Do much for me. What? Like what? Like what? What's the end game to this game? You get naked. And it's like strip you're over. naked. And I'm just, yeah, I think I, you're missing it. You're naked. Right, but then am I going to do something while I'm naked? I'm just going to stand there naked. Depends on how things go. Yeah, it's like strip poker. Yeah. Yeah, but what am I... We don't even have to play poker. We could just get naked. Yeah. Good, but that takes all the fun out of it. No. <laughs> no, it have doesn't. Have you ever played it? No, I just went, how would you know? I just went straight to get naked. I think and, it's called foreplay. But there they're playing... With like... They definitely seem to be playing more as like platonic friends. Yeah, which is even more, what's the point of It'd playing? be like if the four of us sat around and played a <laughs> yeah. game of Strip Monopoly. I saw you had a third nipple when we played Strip <laughs> Poker the other night. Like, uh, yeah, we, we did do that, didn't we? Those varicose veins, you might want to get that looked at by a doctor. <laughs> How close do you want to be with your camp counselor buddies, though? It's a bonding yeah. experience. Yeah, I know it's it's Gosh. Be like, I'm gonna work extra hard for you because you need to know yep. everything. About We've them. seen each other naked. Yep. I've worked at a uh, at a church camp, and if my uh, boss would have asked me that, I would have quickly got in the car and left. What to get naked? No. That's probably a good idea. You're at a church <laughs> camp, yeah. or if he would have even hinted of like, hey, let's play some poker and see where this leads, you know. Or the worst thing I remember having to do, which I thought it was bad enough that my camp boss made me do this, was sleep outside in a sleeping bag under the, like, sky. Like, share a sleeping bag? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yes. Top or bottom, John Hill. Gosh. This is turning into a really different show here. Yes. So, we're getting intercut scenes from Jack's death, the Strip Monopoly game, and it's started to storm at this point, and... Marcy, we see her walking into the restroom, yeah. uh, barefoot. Yeah. Uh, no, that's no. This was, this was by the way, the only set that was actually built for the movie was the bathroom. Yeah. yeah no, I'm not. I'm yeah. not. Everything else was actual camp stuff that was actually already there. This was the only set that they had to build. For anyone that's probably most people that have been to a camp before, you 
I'm not walking barefoot anywhere, let alone in a restroom. No, that's... that's Athlete's foot. Guaranteed path to planar warts. <laughs> MRSA. Yeah, I sleep with like two pairs of socks on yeah. when I'm at camp. A lifetime usage of what? They come hemi off. cleanse. <laughs> so, uh, Marcy, uh, well, there's pretty cool shots here where we're seeing... Does the shower... There's a shadow, I think, on the... Yeah. We see some shadows... Oh, I think she, the shower she, curtain moves. Yes. Yeah, um, no, 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 no. That, that, that's later when, yeah. when she, Brenda's in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Marcy's the one that's doing the weird Catherine Hepburn impression in the oh, mirror. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Washing mm. her hands in that crusty bar of soap. Yeah, that's doing more harm than good, I yeah. think. Yeah. So she ends up, uh, I think she hears a noise. She walks down yeah. to the, the shower stalls. And we get a pretty cool shot. Um, behind her, we see a shadow of an axe oh, yeah. being yeah. raised. So she turns around just in time to take an axe to the face. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, that was that makeup Damn. effect was yeah, that awesome. Was good. That was good. Axe being buried in your face. Yep. That's a bad day. Yeah, she did. Yep. I wonder if she objected during the like casting of this. If they're like, is it cool if like your character dies with an axe going into your face? She's like, no. If she wanted to keep like her beauty or whatever. So does that sure. make sense? Did they get to choose the way they died? I'm guessing not. Yeah, probably not. I wonder if they even knew when they signed on. Right. Like, I would guess they would know that their character would die, but I wonder if they kept that, like, how I don't think anything. Died. I don't think anything like this had ever been done before. So how can you keep I'm something sure, like I'm that? I'm sure the audience didn't care either. No. Right, but like, hey, this scene, you're going to go uh, in this bathroom, wash your hands or whatever, and then someone's going to come in and you're going to die. But like... Dude, they let her know that, hey, you're going to get hit in the face with an axe and then just die after that, you know? I mean, not actually yeah, getting not hit in the face, but... <laughs> but, I mean, that's take, hours. Take, take yeah. one for the team. This, this is a this real is, axe. Uh, you're spending a lot of time in makeup to get that, you know? Oh, it's not like true. it's a shock, like, right. you know, they would know once they're there. Oh, but it, oh. I, I, my question is, when they sign on to the movie, that's before cool. production starts, do they really know? Okay, they just know they're going to be once done, but not necessarily how they're going to go. Probably. Right. Okay. Or they may know all of it. I, I don't know, honestly. Marcy gets axed, and then right back to Strip Monopoly. <laughs> and They're uh, really trying to push. It's like, hey guys, we can start a new trend. Strip Monopoly. And then she... Uh, Baldick uh, Avenue. Right. And then Brenda's, <laughs> Give me your pants. And Brenda has, has a couple good lines here, where she says, if you land on my property again, you'll be in Skin City. And uh, I'm cool with going to Skin City. And she says... Worst run of luck since Richard Nixon. Wow. Now, was yeah, that, that ages this movie. <laughs> was that the president, his run of luck, or the people having him as a president? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I want to say it's the people having him as a president. At some point, I think we get an update on Steve. He's sitting at a diner. Seems like he's sitting on the waitress there. Yeah. That's Light. clearly old enough to be his mom. Right. Yeah. Jesus. I, I, I think it's supposed to be playful flirting, but it doesn't come out. Uh, no, no, I, no, I don't it's, think so. It's, it just fuels his creepiness. <laughs> right. That's what I'm over here. What'd you call him again? The mustacher? No. It's the molestache? Mr. Molestache. That, um, <laughs> yeah. They have this dialogue. And he says, well, I better get back. I got six counselors out in the woods, and they are literally babes in the woods by every sense of the definition. I'm like, what? 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 And then yeah, he says, if... how much do I owe you? And and she says, oh, you know, just a night on the town. I'd rather pay. Hard pass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He says, you, you know what I mean, Sandy. She says, 
that's okay. Just 225 and that's it. They kind of glanced at each other. It's like, I didn't think he'd been out there that long. To where he's... To where they're that friendly. I don't really understand. Right. I think thinking. she's lonely because my theory is <laughs> she's Crazy Ralph's wife. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Bertha, the diner waitress, is <laughs> married to Crazy Ralph. I could totally see yeah. that. We do find out that he does have a wife. Somehow, some yep. way. But we don't know who yeah, it is. Yeah, I think so. Officer Dorf pointed that out. Yeah. Oh, his wife's looking for yeah. him. Are you kidding? <laughs> that's how I, was, that's how I thought the first time. I was like, really? Not like his... Was that, really? He's married? Or, really? She's looking for him? Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Just picturing Ralph being wedded in holy matrimony. Must have been before the war. Right. Yeah. It had to have been. So, uh, back at camp... We've now got Bill and Brenda and Alice are the only characters left, right? Yeah. Yeah, their, so. their strip monopoly game ends. I think the door, the door blows, blows open. Yeah, right, yep. the storm blows the door open. So Brenda says that she's got a, she left her window open, her door open, so they wrap it up for the night. Thank goodness. Like, you would think as four guys, we'd be like, oh, man, I wanted to see that game. I'm ready for the game to be yeah. done. Yeah. But, Wait, uh, strip monopoly? Yeah. No, stop. But then, but then at the same time, why would you happen to go back and shut your shutters in the game? Right. You just shut them and come back. It's like they were filming this and it was too late to cut <laughs> it out completely, but they're like, "We this isn't going anywhere. We got to get this. Yeah. Uh, how about the game's over and she left her window open? The director's like, this is not as uh, appealing as I thought it was going to be shooting the scene. Right. It's kind of awkward. Yeah, so Steve ends up back at camp. He's on his way back. Yeah, I think his cheap breaks down. Yeah, yeah, so he gets a ride from a police officer who gets called out, so he has to drop Steve off. So he's walking the rest of the way in the rain, in the woods. And as he's coming up on the Camp Crystal Lake sign, we get another POV shot coming up to Steve. And Steve says, Who is that? Who's there? And again, like the beginning, he recognizes who this is. He says, Oh, hey, what are you doing out here this late in this weather? And yeah, then he gets stabbed off screens. He actually, he either got stabbed or kicked in the nuggets. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say castrated. So what about oh, this? Geez. So it's not Dick Van Dyke. Lord, no. We, we still don't know. It's, it's not. So you, all right, you've agreed it's not Dick Van Dyke. Could it be by any chance, possibly Andy Griffin? Griffin. Well, considering you don't even know how to pronounce his name. The, the, the uh, sheriff from uh, Mayberry. Could it be that dude? Maybe it's Don Knotts. Yeah, it could have been. That man's a treasure. Yeah. Also, could have been a fairly convincing serial killer. Yep. He'd be more of got women chained up in a well in his basement, though. Yeah. He wouldn't be able to hold that axe steadily, though. Yeah. Right. He's puts the, the lotion time. on his skin. <laughs> right. <laughs> Andy! <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> that image isn't going anywhere. Oh, right. so. Has the power died out at camp yet? Um, I think it's shortly after this, because uh, Brenda's looking for... Her. She hears, help me. Right, so she's yeah, back in her cabin. She's candle. Right. Um, we get a scene of her in the restroom, and we kind of see the shower curtain move. Oh, yeah. So she's, yeah. or was this after she goes out looking? No, it's just, yeah, this is, yeah, she, she goes to the shower, because I was wondering why they didn't attack her yeah, there. But I guess it was just to. She never did find Marcy's up. body in there. Though. Right, no. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So she's, there's a, a scene with Brenda in the restroom where she ends up. Uh, you kind of think this is going to be another kill scene. She sees the shower curtain move, and so she right. goes and looks. It's it's nothing. It's right. a red herring. Well, you um, see a hand come go around the shower curtain, don't you? I, think, I, thought, I thought we did. Yeah. Oh, I thought this the shower curtain. I thought, I thought curtain it was just us as an audience saw it. I don't oh, think. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah. 
I think we saw it, but she, oh, she didn't okay. actually. But doesn't she it. go and look in the showers? She, uh, I'm not sure. No, I, can't I don't think so. Can you explain to me what a red herring is? So a red herring is when you something f- that seems obvious, they, but then it ends up being nothing. Right. Oh. Okay. You think something is going to turn out a certain way, and it's not. Someone seems obviously like the killer, and it's like, oh no, it wasn't. We get a cool shot of Brenda in the the bathroom again. When we're saying bathroom here, we're talking like a bathroom for multiple people. Not like a bathroom with a toilet and a sink, but like stalls and showers. Yeah, yeah, at least half a dozen showers or so. And as far as camp bathrooms go, this one's pretty decent. Like I said, it's the only thing that they had to build for the I'm still not walking in there barefoot. Uh, No. 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 So as she's... uh, I think she's looking for Marcy. Yes. Um, yeah, and yeah, then she's we, looking for Marcy. we get a cool shot behind her where we see kind of a hand come around the corner yeah. of one of the shower stalls. Yeah, that was... She ends up back in her cabin, though, because she's reading by the window, mm-hmm. and she's hearing through the storm, she's hearing someone saying, help me. Yeah, it's like a, sounds like a little kid, a little girl or something. Right. So she goes out looking. She ends up back on the archery range. Who knew her idiotic first encounter with Ned was going to end up being foreshadowing because the lights up on the archery range come on. Yes. Yeah. Down toward her so she can't see. Yeah. Okay, this ain't funny anymore. Yeah. Right. For basically. all the, the nighttime archery going on. And that's it. And then I think we hear her scream. I think Alice yeah. and Bill hear her scream. Yeah. And so they're wondering why are the lights down at the archery range on? So they yeah. go to investigate. And then I think the power goes out. Yeah. Right. Who do they yeah. find? Don't Do they find? Yeah, they don't find They don't find anybody. But no, but they go into one cabin and they find a, a axe. an axe. Oh, that's right. Yeah, in the an bed. Axe. Oh, yeah, with in the bed. Just enough blood on it to notice. Oh yeah, no way. I'm out of there. Yeah, yeah why even? Well, I'll give them credit. What they the were the... they were gonna get out of there using a uh, Jack's truck. Was that on purpose? That little speck of blood. Cause the, the thing looked pretty clean, other yeah, than that it one. Did look clean. Yeah. I um, mean, yeah. Nope. Nope. Yes. If it's a joke, then it worked. Um, if it's Ned, uh, yeah, good for you, Ned. I'm out of here. Goodbye. Yep. I'm gone. I'm leaving. Foot race to the entry of the camp. Like I I'm was gone. leery about coming out here to begin with. Right. <laughs> even if that's a joke, even if that's a joke, I'm done. That day, checked out. You they... keep my paycheck. I don't care. Right. <laughs> I'll get a job at Burger King. Right. Yep. The worst thing that's going to happen is grease is going to pop. Out of the, the fryer. Go ask Bertha if the diner's hiring. <laughs> I'll live at a bus stop. Yeah, I'll take my chances with Bertha. They they go to back to the main cabin. No, they go to they they're gonna leave, and so they're gonna use Jack's truck to get out of there, and it won't start because it's wet. Yeah. Ford. The engine's <laughs> wet. <laughs> right. Right. Never. I've never heard that before. Was it like? I'm far from what you would call a gearhead, but I'm pretty sure that's. It, yeah, like one thing. It's they, not like they drug it out of the lake and right. then we're like, yeah. oh, well, we tried. No, yeah. it was just like just a little bit of rain, wasn't yeah. it? Rain's not going to flood your engine. No. Must be the rain. No. It ain't raining that hard. No, it's yeah. not. <laughs> it's, not I mean, it's, not like, it's not like, you know, like they cut something or they siphon the gas out or something. Or And we're not seeing Noah floating along. Yeah. So they end up back at the cabin and the power goes out. So Bill goes to check the power. Goes to check the uh, the generator. Yeah. And Alice, he tells Alice to get some sleep. I'm not sleep. I'm not staying. No, I'll, yeah. I'll leave. We'll find a way to get out of here. How bad do you want to live? Right. How bad do you want to be a camp counselor? Right. Not yeah. very Just bad. as bad as she wanted to be a cook. Right. That yep. bad. My question is, are they getting paid for this? Not, not enough. Not are enough. They get, are they getting hazard pay now? Yeah. 
Like John Till said, not enough. So what? Ha- something happens where it causes Alice to wake up. Yeah, well, oh, it's when is. he's looking in. Right. Bill. So yeah, Bill, we get Bill in the in the generator room. We got our only false POV shot here. It looks like a right. POV shot sneaking up behind him. He turns and looks, and it's nothing. Right. Because yeah, then she it cuts to her. She wakes up. She's like Bill or right. whatever. He's he's fumbling around, trying to figure out if there's gas in there. I thought he was gonna light a match and look in there. <laughs> look in the yeah. Look in the tank. But we uh, there's a lot of time spent on lighting lanterns and making coffee in this movie. Yeah. So oh. before Bill goes out, right? He or tea or something. Yeah, it's it's like a full two minutes of him lighting two lanterns. They gotta. We yeah. get it. Yeah. Like you can just go ahead and cut to him having if them lit walked, and leaving. Yeah. If yeah, if you walk, if he like walked outside with a, then he has a thing if you walked outside with a lantern that was lit, I would have put it together that he lit it inside and walked outside. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And then so Alice wakes up on the couch. Bill. Right. She goes and another three minute uncut scene of her getting all of the supplies that she needs from the kitchen and starting a pot of coffee. This is like a Folgers commercial. Yeah. yeah. It was like seriously like two minutes of her, you know. They had to get sponsors. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I She's guess the movie was heavily paid par- for by Folgers and Pullman Lanterns. <laughs> <laughs> right. Is that what that is on the canister? The, the I don't book? even know. We don't know. Oh, we don't know. It's just the first coffee company I could think of. Oh. So then she goes, she finally decides to go out looking. Yeah, I think she goes to the generator shack, whatever. Mm-hmm. And Bill's not there. Until she shuts Well, the he's door. not inside. She, she right. finds his poncho. Right, she finds, yeah, she finds his rain slicker, and she walks through the back door of the generator room, and when she shuts the door, he is... Pinned up. Yeah, pinned by arrows to the door. Somehow. Yeah. Right. I don't know if he got shot or stabbed that way, but he's there. His throat slit, too. Right. And when we get to our twist in the movie, this makes even less sense. Yeah. yeah. Either way, this killer wanted him dead. Oh, yeah. He wanted to make sure he was dead. So Double Dutch understandably freaks out. So she uh, runs back to her cabin. Right, runs back to the cabin. She's, she tries to, like get the door locked or something. She like, puts yeah. like a rope around it or something because right. it, oh, yeah. most... because she has to push it open to get outside. Right. So it's one of those, she puts it around the uh, beam above and yeah. stuff. And then that made sense. Pretty yeah. resourceful. And then she started yeah. leaning furniture yeah. against the door. Yeah. That swings out. She's yeah, like, it looks like a very cartoonish. It, way looks, of, like, right. everything yeah. on it looked like it. a Looney Tunes cartoon. Right. Yeah. Where they're yeah. just flashing back and forth. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Is everything uh, but the kitchen sink? Windows also in that cabin, yeah, which is why windows. the rope made sense. But stacking furniture in front of an outward opening door does it not help. I, I guess they get it open and gives her a second because I got all that crap to go through. I Maybe. guess or something. I guess that's all I can think of. So she then ends up in the in the living room. A body comes flying through the window. I thought this was the killer. I did oh, too. Oh yeah, it wasn't. I saw it, yeah, it's Brenda who has some blood and rope. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't tell you. In the deleted scenes, if you go back and watch it, she's turned into a human tire swing. That's not true. No. Okay. Well, I feel like that's probably how she got in there. Me personally, I she, feel yeah, like she's tied up like you would tie up a, a tire right. to use as a tire swing. I feel like they should have flipped the deaths on Brenda and Bill. Right. Since she was down at the archery right. range. Yeah. That right. Makes more sense. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because we don't see like any wounds other than some on her face. Yeah. Which, a lot of them, I think, could be from... Going through the glass. Going through a <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. It's just like... 
I didn't you get the you rope. You don't see a stab wound like on her chest or something, and right, the rope didn't make any sense to me. That's what I mean. Unless you, because that's what I mean. Swing. That's what I mean. Unless <laughs> the killer threw her in like that. Just okay, here we go, and then like stood on a branch and just let her go, and like predator, or yeah. was actually swinging on her. He's like, oh, hey, yeah, I could have been doing that. It too. actually worked. It worked. I can't believe that. To- that totally worked. <laughs> So she's out there just jumping up and down like, yay, I did it. The calculations, the science, it, it all it all came together. There you go. Yeah, and uh, Brenda, or I should say the actress playing Brenda, is clearly moving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The movie is not leading us to believe that she's still alive, but no. she is yeah. moving. Right. Yeah, I, I think this is another one of those movies that when it was made, they weren't planning on high definition. Right. right. I mean, could there not be a, a cut? Yeah, uh, Brenda, you're dead here, so... Don't. Move. Don't move. Yeah. We have limited time to make this movie. Stop moving. <laughs> and cut. All right, that's the best we got. We've done it 30 times and she keeps moving. So this is <laughs> right. the best one we have. This is the stillest that she's laid. I'm we don't have that. time to recast her. Yeah, she, she's <laughs> this flailing is her arms. Like... I'll see to it that you never plan another movie. <laughs> Not even if this one gets a sequel, which it won't. <laughs> Cunningham is just infuriated. <laughs> Steam pouring out of his ears. She's the sole reason why he didn't direct the next one. That's awesome. Go to Ben. He had an aneurysm. Uh, we then get uh, headlights pulling up to the cabin, which Alice understandably thinks is Steve. She says, oh, Steve. Yeah. And so she goes and unstacks her Looney Tunes furniture in front yeah. of the door. Yeah. And goes outside, and it's not Steve. It's a uh, the dad like, from Leave It to Beaver. <laughs> it's also not Dick Van Dyke. Oh, gosh, I'm thinking it's one of these old timey. It's Walter Cleaver. Yes, I need it to be him. <laughs> I need it to be him. Oh <laughs> uh, gosh. No, it's uh. It, yeah, it's Betsy Palmer. Yeah. yeah. Pamela oh, her. Right. She introduces yeah, herself as uh, we haven't. Like she's not been in this movie. Uh, we're introduced to her. She introduces herself as Pamela Voorhees. Mm-hmm. So Alice is understandably... She's basically in shock at this right. point. Yeah, She's and trying to explain what happened. They're all dead. And she's yeah. like, who are you talking about? And so for about maybe 10 seconds, Betsy Palmer's character is kind of seemingly right. nurturing. And, yeah. and then it doesn't take very long for you to be like, she does Something's not seem wrong. to be nearly as concerned as right. she should be with this yeah. you know, young woman like, yeah, screaming at her like, that people are being murdered out here. Yeah, right. it's just like, you know, okay, calm down. Everything's fine. Right. It's probably just the storm scaring right. you. And, right. She says, I'm not afraid. It's like, okay, yeah, that's she red flag number one. She goes, well, let's go, yeah, let's go, let's go check be. it out. Let's go look yeah. inside. She's like, no, don't go in there. And she says, I'm not afraid. Yeah, and at that point, you're like, uh... Ding dong, ding uh, dong. Uh, yeah. You know, just uh, bells, right. whistles. <laughs> yeah. So she goes into the house. Pamela is followed in by Alice. Pamela sees the dead bodies. And then it's story time. Dead body. She sees Brenda's yeah. dead body. And then she goes into a monologue about... Um, oh, they, they shouldn't have yeah. opened this camp. Steve, should, yeah, she says Steve. Yeah, because she says she's yeah. a friend of the Christies. Mm-hmm. That's how she introduces herself. Chris Christie. No. I'm, I'm <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Tells the story about the boy that drowned out here uh, because the counselors weren't paying attention. And Alice, like the audience, is going, oh, what are we doing? Why yes. are we having this conversation? And she even grabs her and shakes her at one yes. point. Yeah. She said they didn't. They weren't paying any attention. Yeah. But did she say... So then Pamela says, 
that boy's uh, name was Jason, and he was my son. Oh. And today's his birthday. Dun, dun, dun. Then at this point, we have an entire parade of red flags going down the road. Yes. Right. It's yep. too late at this point. If I you didn't pick up on those running. flags. You know, you <laughs> right. know what's funny? They they show like a little flashback of it. He looks like he's like about like 100 yards or so out in the <laughs> middle of this lake. For someone who can't swim, right. he sure made it out there a long ways. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe he was in a canoe and someone That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. And then they rode away. I don't know if anybody paid enough attention to him at all to even yeah. let him get in a canoe with him, yeah. let alone to touch him and th toss him out as driftwood. So, Pamela is unhinged, she's yeah. obviously. Yeah. So, she's the one that's been killing people because the counselors let her son drown because they weren't paying attention, and so now the fact that they're reopening this camp has thrown her back into a psychotic fit of rage, and she's mm -hmm. killing she, people. So, it's is. not Jason, as you are led to believe. Or Dick Van Dyke, apparently. And it's definitely not Dick Van Dyke. Huh. She is talking to and answering for her son. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, She's, uh, this is all, this is almost like the reverse of like Psycho, pretty yes. much. Yeah. Unless he yeah. paid her I off mean, to take the fall. That's that's straight up crazy town. Yeah, she's I know, she's I know. off her gourd. So we then get like she pulls a knife on her. Right, she pulls, she pulls a knife. A knife she's trying to kill Alice. Alice is fighting. Alice gets away. She ends up outside. I think she, uh, she gets in the car and Marcy's dead body falls no, out. No, no, uh, Annie. Annie's yeah. dead body, right? Annie's dead body falls out of the car. It's the it's the jeep from the beginning, obviously, because mm -hmm. this is uh, Pamela is the one that's been killing everyone. Annie's body falls out of the jeep, which I don't know why that would keep you from. Yeah. I mean, that would that would certainly be scary, but yeah. relative to everything else yeah. that's happening, that would pretty much yeah, just thing, be, that thing right. be out of that jeep, or, par for yeah. the course, right? It fell out. Move it I'm over. Seeing, yeah, I'm seeing Peter kicking that body out like yeah. like Rick. Out of the spaceship, you can still <laughs> you can still use the car. The car. Still works, yeah. right? It's still running. Like no, oh, yeah. dead body. The, yeah. the engine's dead too now. Yeah. Steve's, Steve's body swings down at one yeah. point as yep. she's running toward it uh, past a tree. We get the haunted house stuff. Oh yeah, yep, where this is the bodies are popping out. Where, where does she's going. Yep. Pamela Voorhees get the time and the strength to do any of this? Crazy psycho strength. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Never mind. Dumb question. She ends up back in the cabin. Yeah, this is like goes through the woods and Pam yeah. saying, kill her mommy, that whole thing. Right, right. so now we've got Pamela straight up channeling her son and talking as her son. Don't let her live. Right. Like, this is a weak fight scene. And Alice, numerous times, gets Pamela on the ground. Like, he, she'll, she'll hit her to the ground with something, and oh, then yeah. she'll drop the weapon and yeah. just run away. Yeah. You're waiting for, finish him! Right, exactly. She never does. No. Um, which is frustrating. Yeah. She ends up back in the cabin at one point because she's in the in the kitchen in the pantry because this yeah. was a really good shot, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, uh, so, so somehow the pantry has a lock from the inside. Yeah. Okay. yeah. In case of any emergencies like this. Right. I uh, bet you Ralph installed that. He probably did. He's yeah. like, this is where I stay. Because <laughs> yes. that is where he was at. She yep. found yeah. him in there. So she, uh, we see uh, Pamela walking around the kitchen, rummaging through the kitchen, through the slats in the door. That mm -hmm. was pretty cool. That was good. Kind of reminiscent, again, of Halloween. When she's in the closet. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She ends up finding Alice, who has a, uh, yeah, she hits her with a cast iron skillet. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, again, and another point drops. where she's, yeah, she's got her unconscious on the ground and doesn't finish her off. No. She just goes, runs down by the by the lake and sits there. Again, get in a boat. Yeah. Or what? Like, point. what in the world? Why would your back be turned to... The only logical place where Pamela could be coming from. You got a death wish. If there's, right. ever, if there's ever a point for a double like tap, Annie. that's it. Right. 
That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm yep. like, like these uh, girls are dumb. They're just they got a death wish. Right. Darwin Awards for both of them. <laughs> <laughs> so Pamela, as you would expect, shows back up. Yeah. Somehow catches Alice by surprise. Yeah. I think she sees her uh, reflection from the right. Lake she she has a machete. Yeah. Um. So that turns into another fight on the beach and. Weak sauce. We had a pretty good slap fight in the kitchen too. I forgot yeah. that. <laughs> slap, slap, yeah. slap. Or was that in the no? No, that was in the office. Because oh, yeah. she she broke into the office. Oh yeah. That's how to... she ended up back in the cabin. Right. Yeah. And then she uh. Because she's looking for she's the trying... freaking BB gun or whatever, <laughs> gun or whatever that was. Yeah. Like... Red Rider BB <laughs> BB gun. A pile of nasty mattresses in there for whatever reason. Right. Um, so we're down at the beach at this point. They're wrestling around in the sand. She's like um, banging her head against the yeah, sand. Yeah, not very like effectively. Not... It's uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. Like if that's me and I'm fighting for my life, whoever I'm fighting with, you got to use what are, you got to use your surroundings. Yeah. You are going to be getting mouthfuls of handfuls of sand. Yeah. From so me. That, that's yeah. what I was just thinking. That's what I'd be they doing. Fight to the death. Right. Yeah. Knocks the machete away from her. Atlas finally gets free. Is able to get to the machete and then in slow motion. Slow motion. Yeah. She. Finally, takes the chariots of fire decapitated, and she cuts Pamela's head clean off one swing. And her hands up and up in the air like curses. Right, yeah, her hands come up and they they look like man hands. Yeah, I think this was Robin Williams that did this part. Yeah, no, I don't know that they're hairy knuckles, but they just look manish. Yeah, I think I saw a tiny bit of hair, but they were manish. Right. Can you chop someone's head off with one swing of a machete? Um, hangman. Uh, or not hangman, but the... Uh, execu oh, executioners? Yeah, executioners. The thing. guillotine. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, but it was a lot bigger than a machete, though. No. And no, it wasn't well, was an 18-year-old girl. Yeah. yeah. They had an axe. That'd be you know? really sharp. You, that, that, not, one, not one clean swipe. I think it'd take you a few hacks. Yeah, like, right. maybe like eight but again, and a half. <laughs> but again. How sharp is that machete, movie. though? Sharp, apparently. Could it be sharp enough to go through with one swing? Let us know. Someone out there that knows this <laughs> stuff, let us know. Could a, a machete be strong enough that a 17-year-old exhausted girl in shock cut another human's head off with one swing? Tom Savini says yes. Apparently. But science. Right. The science. So now that all of her threats have been alleviated, Alice decides to get into a canoe. I bet you... If this was Jason and he did it, I, oh sure, I, yeah, oh, I want to make but more. Seventeen-year-old girl, because he's got that crazy inbred hillbilly strength. Yep, she better be a first-round draft pick if she's doing things <laughs> like that. So Alice drifts out to the middle of the lake. Apparently, he's out there the rest of the night. It's probably the end of the night anyway. It's getting light yeah. outside, Good for her. Good and for she her. sees there's this there's this soft, relaxing <laughs> music <laughs> playing because she survived the night. Yeah. And we finally see police cars coming up to the camp, so she's saved. And then the most iconic scene from oh. Friday the 13th happens here. Out of nowhere, this kid pops up out of the water and grabs her. Yeah, it is slow motion. <laughs> right. What does he look like? Disgusting. The deformed. It looks like he's wrapped in a bunch of seaweed or like a bunch of sushi. I don't know. Worm infested. Yes. Yeah, he looks like a marshmallow that caught fire and you blew it out immediately. Leech yeah. Boy McGee is what we're going to call him. If this isn't Jason. <laughs> Leech, Leech Boy. <laughs> I like that. that. It was definitely one of the most 
iconic, unexpected things. Oh, to jump scare! Yeah. yeah, to happen in yeah. a horror film. Why is there a little? All right, this scene raises so many questions now going forward. Like, how am I going to sleep as an eight-year-old child the first time I saw this movie? She wakes up in a hospital. I don't. Yeah, eight, nine. Yeah, I wasn't uh, supposed to see it. Oh, I was going to say, mom and dad, that you watched this? No, absolutely not. Um, nightmare fuel. Jeez. You can handle most of the movie, and this last scene, I really think. I'll go as far as to say I think that last scene right there is what really kicked off the franchise. Oh, yeah. I think up to that oh, point yeah. it was like, okay, and then you have that scene at the end, and it, I mean, this movie in the last 30 seconds just went from, oh, okay. Turbo to, drive. Yeah. What in the world is happening? Yeah. So now I'm confused. Not to mention you think it's over, and then this deformed, charbroiled <laughs> boy animal monster monster child exploding up out of the water and he so he wraps around alice and just leans back and they both are falling out of the canoe and then boom alice wakes up in the hospital screaming and, yeah. and she's got the doctor and the police officer standing there and they're trying to ask well, what you think if someone's been unconscious in the hospital you wouldn't be yeah you right it's like standing at their bedside oh yeah. their eyes are open hey yep, so what yep, happened yep, yep. come yeah. over here get the cameras <laughs> right <laughs> yes. trying to we want a full down. statement right now yeah, so she's asking if, if everyone's all dead. No, they're all dead. And they say, yeah, they've all died. And then she says, what about the boy? And they say, what are you talking about? The boy. The boy in the lake. <laughs> and they're boy. like, nah, there was no boy. So I guess, and then we're kind of left with that ambiguous yeah. ending. Was that real or was the hospital real or did she dream that, John Tell? The entire experience. Was her, was when she got pulled in, was that, was that all in her head or was the hospital fake or was it all real? What do you think? I don't know. I I want to... F- no, the hospital has to be real. The boy has to be fake. Or was the boy fake? Well, all right, if it happened on that date, and then we... I feel like we went forward into the future, he sh- shouldn't be a kid anymore. Right. So, I don't know. So, obviously, by this time, he sh- if he was still alive... Have you ever heard then of... Then who the, is the boy? The Einstein-Rosenberg theory... Because I have no idea what it talks about. You don't about. know what it is. Yeah, I don't either. But I'm guessing Thanks for bringing it up. This, this applies to Very that. interesting. Yes. So I don't even think that that's even, that theory would even help this situation. But I, I think, I, like us, Alice is left to wonder if her trip to Camp Crystal Lake was real or if it was simply a wrong turn into the Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or it could be like Jacob's no, Ladder or something. Too. She's yep. going to find out. You like my Rod Sterling impression? Yes. I can't do that man justice. Right. I, I feel bad for even trying a Rod Sterling impression. Yep. So uh, then we get a, a zoom in on the lake. We see a ripple out in the middle of the lake, yep. but that's that's the end of the movie. Yep. So. It was clearly not a fish. Right. Um, oh, a couple of fun facts about this. The um, guy that played uh, Bill, it's uh, Ben Crosby's son, Harry. Oh, the guy from yeah. the Rat Pack? I don't think he was one of the Rat Pack guys. But... Bing Crosby, who of course was most well known for narrating Disney's The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Is that what he was oh, best yeah. known for? No. I think so. That He was more famous for those road movies with oh, yeah. Bob Hope. Oh, and then yeah. another thing. Yeah. Agree to disagree. <clears throat> that, now this film was filmed in uh, New Jersey. Funny thing is, there's a town called uh, Voorhees. Huh. And there, which is also a, a county. Like a, no it's, a, no, it's a town. Okay. No, a township. Oh, okay. And it's a Dutch heritage and also common it's family right. in New Jersey. And also, 
It's also right. close, eight miles away from Hattonfield, which is a fictional oh. town in Halloween. Halloween. That's yeah. cool. So. Well, there you go. Which takes place in Illinois, I thought. Yeah, it's a fictional town. You don't have to ask or leave a comment. We will definitely be covering that Halloween oh, franchise. Right. Just, For sure. Just thank you guys. Uh, let's, uh, let's give out our grades real quick before we get out of here, guys. Friday the 13th, part one. I, so I'll give it a... Grade? Right. I mean, I... I'll give it a B just because of what this became and how culturally iconic this movie was going forward. But if I'm just going on the movie itself, probably a C. Yeah, I, I pretty much agree with that one. Yeah, I'd say a solid C. I'm going to give it a B because I had never seen it before. So uh, good for them. Good for them. And because you wet yourself when Jason jumped out of the water at the end. Yes. Oh, they yeah. jumped up a letter grade. I would have been right there with you guys. I mean, I think, I think all three of us were staring right at you right when this part Oh, because we've seen it. Up. Yeah, well, I, I wanted to see it, your reaction. Yeah, that's all I was. Well, I, didn't, I didn't look at the TV. I was just like, <laughs> I saw her glance and I was right before it happened. I'm like, yep, John Tell. And then, boom, John Tell yeah. jumped up. I, I, speaking, I left Earth for a moment. Speaking of which, I, I need you to get those underwear out of my bathroom. <laughs> you can keep those. <laughs> I don't want them. I'll be back. So yeah, leave us a comment. Uh, be sure to subscribe to our channel so we can continue to push out content. We're going to continue with our franchise in the next episode, hitting part two. We actually get Jason now. Oh, don't spoil it yet. <sighs> let us know. Leave us a comment. Send us an email. Let us know if we missed anything. I think that pretty much covers it. So until next time, stay tuned. Stay classy. Thanks for dropping by. See ya.